Hey everyone, it's David Duchovny. Do you ever feel like a failure? Trust me, I get it. Hell, I've spent my whole life almost feeling like a failure. It's appropriate though, because on Fail Better, my new podcast with Lemonada Media, exploring the world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives is the whole point. Each week I'll chat with artists, athletes, actors, and experts about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, I hope we can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out on May 7th, wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the dough, where Cash is queen and we hardly know her, but we're still here figuring her out together because y'all, season two is here. Hosted every week by me, X Maya. Remember me? I'm going to be talking to all types of people about their relationship to money. I'm talking to reality stars, entrepreneurs, financial experts, and even some of my own friends. Basically, anyone who will get real with me about their dollars, how they make money, how they spend it, and how they save it. Because I'm trying to retire early, people. Season two of The Dough is out now, wherever you get your podcasts. Lemonada. We're so excited about the Yellow Jackets finale that we cannot stop talking about it. So we aren't going to stop talking about it. We are doing a bonus episode. Um, We have the actor who plays Laura Lee, Jane Woodup, is here. They are going to be talking all things Yellow Jackets. So spoiler alert, if you have not got yourself caught up on Yellow Jackets, first of all, shame on you. You need to apologize for that. And also come back after you've watched because there's a lot of spoilers in this episode. We're so excited. Welcome, Jane. Jane, thank you so much for joining us. I think all of us are kind of like giggly over this because (laughs) we are so obsessed with Yellow Jackets. And um, I mean, it's really... I didn't think the three of us actually would all enjoy uh, because we have such different tastes. Like I watch a lot of crap TV. I'll fully admit that. But I also Mm -hmm. watch some really good TV. We don't align on like the crap TV so much. Oha and I sometimes. But Mahanid, we have, you know, the fact that Mahanid, Oha and I all love a show. That means it's like top notch. Yeah, I'm so glad that you guys all enjoy it. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, I'm I've had a blast watching it, and it sort of crept up on me because a lot of shows I'm like, okay, I watch one episode, and I'm like, and then I found myself, I'm like, I wonder what's gonna happen with her. Uh uh-uh, uh, oh my god, is she gonna find? And then I found myself in time loopholes, wasting just like time on my toilet thinking about Yellow Jackets, and that's when I knew I was like, girl, you're oh yeah, I'm, I mean, I spent the whole week just reading theories. That that's all I do be- between episodes. I'm just on Reddit, just reading what's going to happen which <laughs> never happens by the way which is great i feel like the show always you know subverts those expectations but yeah now we know i mean we've been following like melanie linsky is big on like going down the reddit rabbit holes and like she talks about it do any of the other cast members are they into the reddit theories um i think i was one of the first like younger castmates to get really into the reddit theories because i was on twitter like that was like the big thing when yellow jacket started happening i was just like connecting with a bunch of the fandom because they're hilarious 
It's like, you guys are funnier than I could ever be. So I need to be a part of this. So through that, I kind of found the Reddit page and it was really small. I think at the time it only had like 2000 followers and now it's like grown, but I love Reddit. I've always been like a a Reddit user. Um, So I went on there and I just started going through and looking through all of them. And it was so weird to me how, because I think this was only around episode one or two, Mm -hmm. but all of their theories were so far ahead of what we (laughs) already knew. And I was like, how are they guessing this? What's going on? So I think I love how it's blown up on the Reddit page. I think that that's what... Yeah. All of those other theories that are like, whoa, I don't know how they caught on to this, but I think it's just a lot of people thinking about it, which is crazy, you know? Yeah, I felt like I was maybe not like behind everyone because I would read these Reddit threads and I'd be like, how did I miss that? Now I have to go back and rewatch the episodes over and over because like, am I not smart enough to watch the show? I want to be smart <laughs> enough. Oh, yeah. I know. I, I, I couldn't. There was one thing, you know, when they're talking about the symbol, I had no idea what the symbol meant. I was like, OK, that's just something Ashley and Bart made up in their head. Um, and then they start talking about how there's like 90s hobo like symbols. And this was a thing in the 90s that a bunch of homeless people used. And I was like, where how did you guys find this? How did you guys find the code to a 90s homeless code that only existed like on the sidewalk? How? But that's Reddit. <laughs> I honestly think if I was like the creator of the show, I'd be like, mm-hmm, yeah, that's actually what we meant by it. You guys caught up. So smart. Yeah, everything. Yeah. Now, you mentioned like the, the younger cast members and the older cast members. Like, I'm assuming, like, do you ever film scenes together? Are you on set together at all ever? Not really. It really did feel like we were filming two separate TV shows because we would have one week on, one week off. Um, and the week off, the older cast would be filming. So it really did feel like these two separate camps, even though, I mean, we did hang out a couple times, I think, with some of the people from the older cast. But I mean, it wasn't like we were trying to stay away from them. You know what I okay. mean? It yeah. was just like it was just two very different vibes for the show, you know, and I think that that's we just kind of ended up staying in these little groups because that's where we were. Um, yeah. And yeah. was this actually filmed in Canada? Yeah, it was filmed in Vancouver. We filmed mm-hmm. from April to um, beginning of October. And did they make you take any sort of like wilderness training just as like to get into the spirit or the mood of it? Um, I didn't get any wilderness training. Um, I think the only like wilderness training that they got was everybody who shot a gun, of course, obviously had like so much of the gun safety and went out to a shooting range a few days before. I think that's like the only wilderness esque <laughs> thing I can think of. Um, <laughs> but no, it was, it, I mean, it was definitely. They took care of us so well. At times, it didn't even feel like we were in the woods. But then we'd walk outside of this tent and we'd be like, oh, no, that's that's the woods. That's where we are. <laughs> um, but yeah, the woods. I, I love the woods. I licked a, a banana slug while I was in the woods. And, how, and, well, okay. and like, did anything happen? Did you trip or anything? <laughs> well, actually, when you lick a banana slug, your tongue turns numb. Interesting. So oh. that was like the whole thing. I was like, with the camera guy, I was like, hey, 
I dare you at the end of the scene to lick this banana slug with me. And it took him the entire filming of that scene for me to convince him to lick the banana slug with me. And then he ended up licking the banana slug with me. And that was, it was a really fun, fun uh, memory. That was very funny. <laughs> so we know what happens with Laura Lee on the show, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but would you, as Jane, do you think you would survive in the wilderness if you were put in a similar scenario? No. Not at all. No. <laughs> Just immediately give up? I mean, I, it's not like I would immediately give up. I would definitely try. Mm-hmm. But I just, I feel like, first of all, sometimes I do have my Laura Lee moments. So I think that that would probably not be great for me. <laughs> um, And second, honestly, I think if I was in the woods, I would get in a plane and try to go off, even if I thought that I would die because i don't want my friends to eat me like that's sad it's true i know (laughs) very very true (laughs) you know like (laughs) so in in a sense you were jackie uh, for the most part because i feel like jackie was just like i'm not gonna learn anything to survive here and we can (laughs) tell because she could not light a fire i think I, i i think just just based off the fact that my family did not go camping when i was younger Okay. And they were not part of that. I think that's why. I think it's I think we can blame it on my parents for not taking me camp. <laughs> oh, let's blame everything on our parents. Exactly. But then after the age of 30, you have to start taking some responsibility and that's when things get very dicey and hard. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh so me and uh, Mohammed and Kiki took a BuzzFeed quiz to see like which yellow jacket character we were. Have you taken the quiz? Yes, I have. Who, the, um, who came out? I can't wait. I'm not Natalie! <laughs> Which makes sense. I love how both Ella and I got Nat, because I know Ella also got Nat. I was like, yeah. Is that the character that you relate to the most in the show, or is there somebody else in the show, like out of all of the folks there, um, even previous to the quiz? Um, I think out of all of them, I would relate the most to Shauna, just because of kind of her, like... I don't know. It's that Meredith Grey, like dark and twisty on the inside, but looks like, you know, on the outside, not. Um, And I think that that's kind of a little bit my vibe. But also, I really like how very deep Shauna can be and how she's always kind of in her head. And I feel Mm -hmm. like that's a big thing with me. I'm always like, you know, contemplating something or just, you know, staring off into space. Um, but that's, I feel like that's kind of my thing. And I write a lot. So, you know, Shauna journals. And so I think that that's definitely something if I was stuck in the woods, I would be journaling every day. Now, for me, like the reason I love the Laura Lee character is because like, you know, I didn't really grow up religious. And like, I don't really have feelings kind of one way or the other. But like anytime, like if I'm on a plane, I'm not a great flyer. And like it like there's a little bit of turbulence. I'm like, okay, God, please just get me in. Like I need that sort of like grounding. (laughs) Right. And so I love that Laura Lee, you know, provides that sort of like, you know what, everything's going to be okay. I don't know what I believe in, but it's not like you know, trying to convert me or anything. It's literally yeah. just like, do you need some prayer? Yeah, I think I need some prayer because I'm not feeling myself, which yeah. I think a lot of people, even if they're atheists or whatever, it's like, it's a good feeling of just like, you're in mm-hmm. the wilderness alone. Yeah, and I feel like with that, I really wanted to play a Christian character that wasn't the stereotype and mm-hmm. wasn't the, I'm going to judge you because of how you are. Because she's not like that. She's read the Bible. She understands that Jesus loves everyone. And for me, I grew up super Christian. Mm -hmm. I grew up in the Episcopal Church, which is a 
an amazing church. They allow anyone and everyone. Um, I think like on our welcome page, uh, it says like homeless, housed, gay, straight, whatever you are, you're welcome here. Um, so that's kind of always the relationship I've had with Christianity. So I just decided to bring that into it. I'm less so Christian now. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm very much more Wiccan. Um, but that was one thing that I really took from church that was a really great lesson for me was the fact that even though my church was completely different from what my friends were, you know, doing, I was always presented with this notion that you should love everyone. And that's what I took with Laura Lee is that she loves everyone. And if you've sinned in her eyes, that's okay because God forgives everyone. That's so cool. Now, I think all of us are like not wanting to believe that Laura Lee is actually dead. Like we want to believe that like there is this, the foreshadowing that happened with jumping into the pool and hitting, you know, her head that that means like maybe she jumped out of the plane and maybe she survived. I mean, who knows? But we, I think that what's interesting, you know, in reading the Reddit threads is this comparison. Obviously the show gets compared a lot to Lord of the Flies and this comparison Mm -hmm. of like Piggy, who was a character in Lord of the Flies and when his glasses are broken and sort of how when that plane exploded it was like symbolic of how we knew everything was going to go to shit basically because obviously Laura Lee would have never let Jackie stay out in the cold and die right and like that was such a turning point and it was almost like you know Laura Lee had to go but like is she really gone I mean we hope not (laughs) (laughs) yeah I I saw this one theory on Reddit that was really hilarious to me is and it was what if everybody, every single day that they've been here since, like, they found the plane mm-hmm. and they were foraging, what if Misty has been dosing them with shrooms the entire time? And what they're seeing is not real. And Laura Lee is still alive. Like, that was a theory I saw. That's how far somebody <laughs> you, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and believe that. <laughs> that's gonna amazing hold hope. yeah i know and i love like i love how the mushrooms are so central and like i was like i had a great conversation because i was like i hope that people who haven't shroomed don't take that you know that one episode of shrooming and like you know make it but i'm like let's remember they drank moonshine the moonshine is yeah. what made them lose mm-hmm. it <laughs> but also the fact that you're starving in the woods you know that's gonna make you think some yeah. things along with a hallucinogen and alcohol, like that's a bad combo. And Lottie just dropping in little droplets of insanity. Just <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> oh like, yeah, that's always gonna ruin things. Yeah, and and I mean this show is is about apologies, and like I feel like this show owes us an apology for one thing, which is we did not get to see Laura Lee on shrooms because that's one thing I would <laughs> love to see. You know, everyone keeps on bringing this up to me, and I can definitely agree. I would have loved to play Laura Lee on shrooms. Um, she definitely would have seen God come down from the heavens, <laughs> like for sure. Absolutely. But yeah, no, I, I definitely think that uh, an apology is owed for that one. Hi, I'm June Diane Raphael. And I'm Jessica St. Clair. And each week we are sitting down to talk all about life's twists, turns, and absurdities on The Deep Dive. 
From exploring the depths of TikTok, which is our only news source, to navigating the complexities of grief and loss, we are just two best friends behind a mic processing life together. This podcast is all about finding the silver linings in the madness. So get ready for unfiltered conversations about motherhood, careers, pop culture, and everything in between. Here at The Deep Dive, we're all about community. We believe in the power of sharing experiences and the strength that comes from supporting one another. And we would love to have you with us. So be sure to join us every Wednesday on The Deep Dive from Lemonada Media, wherever you get your podcasts. Do you ever get hit with a cringy memory of your 13-year-old self out of nowhere and suddenly you're panic sweating and laughing at the same time? Don't, don't worry, don't worry. We all get that. It's because being an adolescent is one of the most visceral shared experiences we have as people. And we want to talk about it. Join me, Penn Badgley, and my two friends, Nava and Sophie, on Podcrushed as we interview celebrity guests about the joys and horrors of being a teenager and how those moments made them who they are today. New episodes of Podcrushed are out now, wherever you get your podcasts. I mean, let's pretend Laura Lee is alive because in my world she is. Uh, who, if you if you get to choose who plays an adult Laura Lee, who would you pick? I have like three that always run around in my brain. First one um, is Reese Witherspoon because I love her. Um, okay. We're both from Tennessee. Well, she's not originally, but she grew up in Tennessee. So that's my, my Southern girl that I would pick. Ooh, but then okay. also I think... Jillian Jacobs. Mm-hmm. Oh, good one. Ooh, okay. Uh-huh. And maybe Cameron Diaz. Okay. I could see but that. But it depends on like like in older versions, like it would depend on how they took the character. You know what I mean? Yeah. For those yeah. three options in my opinion. Right. There's so much room cuz she could change completely. Yeah. From the moment she's in high school until um do you guys have any picks for who you think would uh would be a good um Laura Lee grown? I like all of those. I'm really interested by the Cameron Diaz, though, but I haven't seen Jillian Jacobs in a while either, so I definitely yeah. like those, too. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess with the Reese Witherspoon, I mean, I, I, I don't know, Jane, how tall you are, because I feel like there's a, might be a oh, height difference true. there. Yeah. How tall she, is she? Like, I think she's 5'1 or 5'2". Oh, that would not work. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, yeah, something happened Jillian, in the woods. On, when she jumped out that plane, she just, yeah, it scrunched her up yeah. a bit. You know who I could see? I thought maybe Alicia Silverstone might oh, be a good one. Yeah. Mm. Um, uh, and she's doing like a lot of TV. So I thought like that, mm-hmm. that actually could happen. Uh, or Rachel McAdams, I thought might be a really good one yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Um, but those were the two ones that I was like, oh, I would love to see them in like a, like a soapy horror TV show would be so good. <laughs> yeah. And I love how they're bringing back all of these like 90s icons. I hope for, yeah. you know, older Lottie that we might see that that oh that is gonna, that's kind of the one casting that I'm really looking forward to because um, Courtney is of Maori descent. And so finding an actress to play that, I think, is going to be really, really important. And I want to see who they pick because I think that they have that in mind and they really want to go that direction. Um, but yeah, I think it would be amazing maybe if we had an up and comer that really wasn't, you know, a bigger star yet and 
I think that that would be a cool mix to add in. Um, but also they could do somebody that is super famous, a 90s icon, you know. <laughs> no, I mean, I love how they're doing the casting. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. like I love every single person they picked for now and then. And like, it's funny because Christina Ricci was in that movie. Was it now and then or then it now yeah. and then? And it's yeah, just yeah. funny that she was playing the kid in that movie and now she's <laughs> playing the adult. It's so funny. I mean, yeah, yeah the caliber of like, actors and actresses that they've found for this show is crazy. Like, I feel like yeah. I've seen them in amazing things. And then to have uh, Melanie kind of play also in Don't Look Up and then also in this at the same time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just such a cool juxtaposition because I didn't realize she was in that movie at the same time. And it's um, just great. It's a yeah. very, it's a really, really rich cast of people. Mm-hmm. So, so I guess just to go back to, you know, what the podcast is about, it is called I'm Sorry. So (laughs) um, we wanted to kind of ask you, like, who do you think needs to apologize to Laura Lee um, in that group of people? Because Uh you kind of are like disparaged a little bit or people are kind of calling you out. But um, who do you think needs to apologize to Laura Lee in the show? Um, I think. okay, so we're going to go off who I ended like terms with, you know, I think Mm -hmm. she's good with surprisingly, she's good with Jackie. She's always good with Jackie. Like, mm-hmm. Jackie just, like, takes her under her wing. Um, definitely good with Lottie. I think this seems kind of out of left field, but I feel like Misty might need yeah. to apologize to her for not packing her with shrooms. Yeah. To leave. <laughs> <laughs> you really took me there. No. Also, okay. getting rid yeah. of the beacon and, you know, yeah, poisoning them all. The few things. But all other yeah, things no. aside, the reason that they're in the woods to start with. Yeah. I exactly. Mean, whatever. Exactly. Yeah. No, no, that doesn't count. Just the shrooms. <laughs> I also love that Laura Lee scene with the, with the coach when, like, you were about to get on the plane and you're like, mm-hmm. what are you going to do to stop me? And I was just like, okay, yeah, that's, that's, she literally said, uh, I mean, what are you going to do, uh, run behind me or something? That's not, gonna, you're not going to do that. You can. Yeah, Like, you no, can. you can. Yeah. It's so funny because I was like, when is someone going to bring that up? Because he's like, keeps saying like, I'm in, I'm the adult in the room. And they're like, okay, maybe, maybe sit down a bit. Stop. Don't without, on, uh, without a leg. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. There's not much you can do, buddy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if you had to make some predictions for season two, what would be some predictions you might, or even just some theories that you've read about what other people are predicting? Um. Well, I think I think Lottie's going to be the big antagonist for season two for sure. That's like definitely one of my top theories. Um. And I'm saying this as theories. I don't yes, want anybody watching course. this to be like, this <laughs> is what's happening. Yeah. Oh, my God. Of course. Of course. <laughs> um, I think that I'm really interested to see where that pregnancy goes with Shauna. Because I think that it would be too on the nose for them to eat the child. Okay. You know, a bit on the nose. And it's not a lot of meat, if you think about it, which is like terrible to think about but that is true yeah. there's not a lot of <laughs> me i don't yeah yeah i don't think that that's gonna happen but she does in episode 10 and 9 she does seem pretty far along so in my opinion if she does have like a miscarriage mm-hmm. is she too late in the term you know what i mean like 
I feel like late in the term when you have a miscarriage, there's like less likelihood that you survive. You know what I mean? Like there's like a a lot going on. Yeah. But I think that a, a really interesting scene would be her giving birth and starting to raise this child and then just not being able to and it like dying. I think that that, you know, probably would do a lot to her. Um, So I'm really interested to see Shauna and the baby and what happens with that. Um, I'm also really excited to see Van and Thaisa's kind of like little love story flourish a little bit more because Mm -hmm. they've been through some shit. (laughs) this past season they need like a honeymoon well yeah i mean van's been burned alive like twice van has nine lives (laughs) go off girl um but yeah no i really think that they need like they need at least one episode where they feel a little settled down in my opinion they deserve that (laughs) we have to ask one important question our producer Wanted to make sure we asked this. Uh, okay. because this also, I was reading too, came up in a Reddit thread about like in that cabin, why is there no fishing equipment when there's water around? And mm-hmm. we were really curious about when the bear was caught, like was the bear able to be seasoned? Because most, you know, houses have like seasoning <laughs> in their cabinets. Like if I go to my parents' house now, there is seasoning from the 80s that is still in the back somewhere. Like seasoning never gets thrown out, no matter how old it is. Like was anything seasoned in over the fire? <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure we seasoned stuff. Um, And they do. There were like fishing nets, I think, that they'd put out since we found the cabin. They just don't show them that much because they're not that interesting, you know, fishing scenes. Um, But I think in that scene with Jackie and Travis in eight, he is like checking fish traps um yeah yeah yeah, that is true yeah um i'm sure we seasoned it if not they gotta have some salt and pepper right like yeah i really hope so yeah it doesn't matter if you live in a spooky weird cabin with a dead person on the top floor attic you need salt and pepper. I feel like that's where I draw the line. Yeah. Yeah. We're like yeah. unseasoned. I'm like, I think I'm ready to die. Uh, yeah. 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 I'm, I'm good. Unseasoned I'm... bear meat? I'm good. Yeah. What would bear meat taste like? Probably not great. Probably, probably tough. Great. Probably tough. Yeah. Yeah. Probably a little gamey, maybe. Yeah. A little fishy. Yeah. Ooh, probably not fishy. fishy. Well, I don't know. They yeah, do eat a lot of fish, but exactly, I know. That's yeah. what I was like. Maybe it exactly yeah. like salmon. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Do you have any other projects that are coming up that you can share with us that where else we can catch you? Not yet, okay. but I um I'm on Instagram and Twitter. Um, but I have a project that was released um last year. It's called uh Angie Lost Girls. And I play the lead, I play Angie, and it's all about um sex trafficking in LA. And it's so it's a really, really good cause and it's a really great and impactful movie. Um and it's all about, you know, this girl who gets trafficked and goes through that entire trauma and then returns home and has to deal with that. So it, it was a really, really cool project um, and I love doing it, but it's definitely worth checking out because it's such a impactful story and, you know, trafficking in general is awful, but I'm, I'm really glad that I got to do something about That's it. That's amazing. You yeah. know? Well, thank you so much, Jane. I was so <laughs> happy you. to be able to have you. This was awesome. <laughs> Dreams coming true is what I'm saying. Yes. Hey, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm so happy I was able to be on the podcast. I love sliding into DMs and having them <laughs> responded to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sorry is a Lemonada Media original. The show is produced by Alex McCohen. Supervising producer is Chrissy Pease. 
Our executive producers are Stephanie Whittles-Wax and Jessica Cordova-Kramer. Our mix is by Kat Yor, and theme music was composed by Xander Singh. If you like this show, please rate and review. And please don't cancel us. You can find out more about our show at Lemonada Media on all social platforms or follow us on Instagram at I'm sorry underscore podcast. We'll be back next week. And until then, be nice, play fair and always say I'm sorry. Thanks for listening. Hi, I'm feminist Erin Gibson. And I'm homosexual Brian Safi. And we're the co-hosts of the Attitudes Podcast. Where we talk about LGBT plus issues, gender issues, and pop culture. Probably with much less respect than they deserve. Look, it's a wild world, and we want to help you laugh at it. Plus, we discuss everything going on in our lives. Like what do you do when your husband accidentally starts a fire in a dumpster? And the best armpit slapping techniques to get rid of the bags under your eyes. Thanks for the advice, Mom. And of course, how to spin a wig around to achieve a brand new look. Ah, stunning. So if you're a fan of high heel shoe chairs or have a crippling fear of hot air balloons, but also believe in social justice, then this show's for you. Listen to Attitudes anywhere you get your podcasts. Last Day from Lemonada Media explores the moments that change us. Those times where you look back and say, whoa, one day I was myself and the next I wasn't. I'm Stephanie Whittles-Wax, and I have seen time and time again how sharing these stories can change lives. So, do you have a moment in your life that changed you, fundamentally and forever? What happened? How did you move through it? And how did you eventually start again? If you'd like to share your story, go to bit.ly slash lastdaystories, bit.ly slash lastdaystories. We can't wait to hear from you.